If you are under construction and committed to living life like it matters, you have found a home. Check us out on Facebook where we post new shows every day. Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. For information on my transformational leadership training where I teach you how to live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net. And if you have a spiritual appetite, Check out my daily devotional with some wisdom from above at wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. The time is now to live life like it matters. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. She was six years old when I first met her on the beach near where I live. I drive to this beach a distance of about three or four miles. Whenever the world begins to close in on me, that's where you'll find me. At the beach. She was building a sand castle or something and looked up. Oh, her eyes were as blue as the sea. Hello, she said. I answered with a nod, not really in the mood to bother with a small child. I'm building, she said. I see that. What is it? I asked, not really caring. Oh, I don't know. I just feel like the feel of sand. That sounds good, I thought, and slipped off my shoes. A sandpiper glided by. That's a joy, the child said. It's a what, I asked. It's a joy. My mama said sandpipers come to bring us joy. The bird went gliding down the beach as they both watched it. Goodbye, joy, I muttered to myself. Hello, pain. And turned to walk on. I was depressed. My life seemed completely out of balance. What's your name? She wouldn't give up. Robert, I answered. I'm Robert Peterson. Mine's Wendy. I'm six. Hi, Wendy. She giggled. You're funny, she said. In spite of my gloom, I laughed too and walked on. Her musical giggle followed me. Come again, Mr. P, she called. We'll have another happy day. The days and the weeks that followed belonged to others. A group of unruly Boy Scouts, PTA meetings, and an ailing mother. The sun was shining one morning as I took my hands out of the dishwater. I need a sandpiper, I said to myself, gathering up my coat. The ever-changing balm of the seashore awaited me. Ah, the breeze was chilly. But I strode along, wanting to recapture the serenity I so desperately needed. I had forgotten the child and was startled when she appeared. Hello, Mr. P, she said. Do you want to play? What did you have in mind, I asked, with a twinge of annoyance. I don't know. You say. How about charades, I asked sarcastically. Her tinkling laughter burst forth again. I don't know what that is. Well then, let's just walk, I said. Looking at her, I noticed the delicate fairness of her face. Where do you live, I asked. Over there, she pointed toward a row of summer cottages. Strange, I thought, in winter. Where do you go to school? Oh, I don't go to school. Mommy says we're on vacation. She chattered little girl talk as we strolled up the beach, but my mind was on other things. When I left for home, Wendy said it had been a happy day. Feeling surprisingly better, I smiled at her and agreed. 
Three weeks later, I rushed to the beach in a state of near panic. I was in no mood to even greet this little girl, Wendy. I thought I saw her mother on the porch, and I felt like demanding she keep her child at home. Look, if you don't mind, I said crossly when Wendy caught up with me, I'd rather be alone today. She seemed unusually pale and out of breath. Why, she asked. I turned to her and shouted, because my mother died, and thought, my God, why was I saying this to a little child? Oh, she said quietly, then this is a bad day. Yes, I said, and yesterday, and the day before, and oh, oh, just go away. Did it hurt, she inquired. Did what hurt? I was exasperated with her myself. When she died, she asked. Of course it hurt, I snapped. Misunderstand, wrapped up in myself, I strode off. I couldn't believe the audacity of this little girl. A month or so after that, when I next went to the beach, she wasn't there. Feeling guilty, ashamed, and admitting to myself I missed her, I went up to the cottage after my walk and knocked at the door. A drawn-looking young woman with honey-colored hair opened the door. Hello, I said. I'm Robert Peterson. I missed your little girl today and wondered where she was. Oh, yes, Mr. Peterson. Please come in. Wendy spoke of you so much. I'm afraid I allowed her to bother you. Please accept my apologies if she was a nuance. Please, please forgive me. No, not at all. She's a delightful child, I said, suddenly realizing that I meant what I just said. Wendy died last week, Mr. Peterson. She had leukemia. Maybe she didn't tell you. Struck dumb. I groped for a chair. I had to catch my breath. The mother went on. She loved this beach. So when she asked to come, we couldn't say no. She seemed so much happier here, so much better. And had a lot of what she called, quote, happy days. But the last few weeks, she declined rapidly. Her voice faltered. She left something for you. If only I can find it. Could you wait for a moment while I look for it? I stupidly nodded. My mind racing for something to say to this lovely young woman about the loss of her child. She handed me a smeared envelope with Mr. P printed in bold, childish letters. Inside was a drawing in bright crayon hues, a yellow beach, a blue sea, and a brown bird. Underneath was carefully printed a sandpiper to bring you joy. Tears welled up my eyes and a heart that had almost forgotten how to love was wide open. I took Wendy's mother in my arms and I said, I'm so, so sorry. I muttered it over and over and we wept together. The precious little picture is now framed and hangs in my study. Six words, one for each year of her life, that speak to me of harmony, courage, and demanding love. A gift from a child with sea blue eyes and hair the color of sand, who taught me the gift of love. See, ladies and gentlemen, the price of hating other human beings is loving oneself less. Life is so complicated, the hustle and bustle of everyday traumas can make us lose focus about what is truly important and what is only a momentary setback or crisis. Today, tomorrow, we got to be sure to give our loved ones what they need. Robin Williams said it best, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. One smile to a stranger can change their life. One compliment can improve someone's day. Never forget the importance 
of spreading joy and kindness to this world in great, great need. I think the saddest people always work their hardest to make people happy. You've been listening to Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black, your source for inspiration, education, and application. Learn more and register for an upcoming class at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.